Once when I was moving furniture for a local moving company, we were dispatched to go help an independent contractor who was moving a load up to a mountain town a couple of hours from where I lived. He was from California, and he had a bobtail box truck that was twenty-eight feet long, full of expensive furniture he was moving for a rich client who'd purchased a pricey condo in a village above Crested Butte, Colorado. It was midwinter, but the main roads were clear. But in the village above town the roads were still covered with packed snow and ice, with a light sand coating for traction. We parked the truck on an incline next to the condo. Below us was a sharp drop-off with no guardrail, down into a stand of aspen trees about eighty feet below. The driver told me, "'You stand here next to the driver's side and jump in there if it starts sliding. I have to go in and fill out some paperwork with the owner.' He'd set the parking brake, but was still nervous about losing all of that expensive furniture down the steep drop-off. Well, I stood there, not really thinking anything would happen, when suddenly it seemed like the ground beneath me was moving. What was really moving was the truck next to me, which filled most of my field of view. I didn't even stop to think about the consequences, and leapt up on the sidestep, opening the driver's door and jumping into the seat. I slammed my foot down as hard as I could on the brake pedal, as the big truck slid towards the drop-off. Just as the right rear wheel left the pavement and crunched into the narrow gravel strip there next to the road, the truck stopped, right in the nick of time. One more foot of travel, and the whole rig would have toppled off over the drop-off and into the trees below. My heart was now throbbing in my chest, and my foot was starting to cramp from the exertion, but the truck had stopped. I jammed on the parking brake as hard as I could, then gingerly let my foot off the brake pedal, ready to step on it again if need be. The truck stayed where it was, and I breathed a sigh of relief. Right then my partner and the driver came out of the condo, and they realized what had happened. The driver had me step out, and he got in and started the engine, then pulled the truck back up onto the roadway. He made sure it was stable, and we proceeded to unload the furniture. He gave my partner and I both a fifty-dollar bonus at the end of the day, and he thanked me for saving the load. Now, if I had reacted differently and jumped back away from the truck, instead of jumping toward it, it would have gone over the edge, and thousands of dollars of furniture would have been destroyed. Maybe I was a bit foolhardy, because if it had gone over with me in it, I would have probably been severely hurt or even killed but I just jumped into the driver's seat without even having the time to really think about what I was doing. Fortunately, everything turned out all right. So it is with living on the road. You have to get into the driver's seat before you'll ever really know if you can do it, if it's the right thing to do, or even if it's something you might want to do. You don't even have to actually invest a bunch of money into it. Just rent or borrow one, and take a few days, or better, a few weeks, and go out on the road. That's where you'll find your dreams. If you don't get into the driver's seat, you won't be able to save the day.